You ever been in a relationship with somebody and they do something to hurt you or to offend you in any way? And then when you're trying to work it out, they hit you with the, well, what do you want me to do to fix this? I've been there. And the way I see it, when I call the plumber over here to fix something, he don't ask me how to fix it. That's his job. If I call the cable guy over, he doesn't ask for my assistance getting me TV. If I hire a chef, man don't walk in and ask me for recipes. That's his job. If you have done something in a relationship to mess the relationship up, don't ask me how to fix it. That is now your job. You didn't ask me for help when you fucked it up. If somebody cheated, they don't typically come to you first and be like, hey, so I'm about to cheat on you, right? I was just wondering if you could give me some advice on it. I don't think that's ever happened. But yet, here we are with you asking me, how do you fix it? I feel like everybody's been here at least once. If you didn't ask me for help when you broke it, don't ask me for no help trying to fix it. You want me to utilize my brain power now to help you? Help me get over some shit? Hell no. When you go into the doctor's office, if they ask you for help on how to save you from whatever you're going through, what am I here for? That's your job. If I'm going to go to class and the teacher tell me I need help coming up with the curriculum, hey, teach, look like you might need to find a new profession. Don't ask people to do your job. If you fucked it up on your own, then you better learn how to fix it on your own. Welcome to In The Moment. Yeah. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 89. 89 was a good year. I was about four, probably, but I was in them streets, though. Shout out to you if you was born in 89. Shout out to Bree, born in 89. But most importantly, shout out to you for being here because, as always, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Got the news today that uh, there's a lot more of you that are here with me on a weekly basis, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. The love is real. We moving on up and we doing it together. My day ones, my day twos, even my todays. We on this ride together. Welcome to In The Moment, the greatest podcast on the planet. Thank y'all for joining me another week. We got to talk about Jada Pinkett. Oh, Got to explain to y'all why Jada Kiss is now the only Jada I know. Got to talk about my man Romeo. Phone screener on the bird show. I got him in a little bit of trouble. Might have snitched a little bit. I got to fix that. We got to talk about my man Dub and, well, some nasty shit that he did, quite frankly. And so much more. But as always, we're getting it started the only way I know how, which is to tell y'all 
why I'm mad. Hey, I remember when a few months ago we had like a chicken shortage. Yo, I was in a panic. There are not a lot of things in life that get me to be in a panic. If you know me, I'm kind of like just mild-mannered all the time. I don't go up. I don't go down. I just be chilling. When they said that tigers were close to being extinct, I was hurt. I was like, something has to be done. That is by far my favorite animal, my spirit animal. There's a lot of things we have run out of or become close to running out of in life. Typically, I don't panic. But when they said chicken, now something has to be done. I don't know how we create more chicken, but something has to be done. I don't know if it's the Super Bowls. I don't know what's killing all of these chickens. But when they said, yo, we almost at the end of the run with chickens, that hit me way more than it did with tigers. I don't think I have to tell you why. You probably know. Kind of feels like when I went to McDonald's that day and they told me they were out of fries. And I expected you to be out of ice cream. But fries, why are you open? If you're at McDonald's and you no longer have fries, there is no reason to be open. Just my humble opinion. If we run out of chicken, no reason to be alive. There's just no reason. Drake once said, what a time to be alive. Not if there's no chicken, fam. The day we run out of chicken, we have a serious problem. But more than that, I was reminded of this the other day. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. We was almost out of chicken. Then I thought to myself, that was months ago. And no one has said anything about it. And I don't know about y'all, but I've been eating mad wings. What the hell am I eating? I need to know what I'm eating. Something tells me if we were at a chicken shortage months ago and we never ran out, because every time I order 10 wings, I get 10 wings. There's been times I've gotten 50 for the crew, and they get 50. It ain't like they handing out 46 and trying to hope that you don't notice. They're giving you all 50. So if it was supposed to be a shortage, what have I been eating? Am I the only person who has thought about this? Where are they getting these chickens from, fam? They pulling chickens out of somewhere. These real chickens? Are these the same chickens that Rocky was chasing back in the day in Rocky 1, 2, 3, and 4? Where are these chickens coming from? I need answers. Because the day we run out of chicken, can y'all imagine? Y'all saw how people were acting in this country when we were damn near out of toilet paper. Y'all remember? People were scrapping in supermarkets because there were no toilet paper. Now, part of me was like, all right, I get it. Like, who wants to not have toilet paper, right? But the other part of me is like fighting? Grown-ass people fighting over toilet paper is wild. At some point, yo, you just got to do what you got to do. And that's how you know we all soft today. Because back in the day, running out of toilet paper wasn't no problem. There's way too many leaves out here for that to be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Use a wash rag, throw it in the washing machine, do what you got to do, jump in the shower. There's ways you can handle your business. But fighting over toilet paper is crazy. But then I got to thinking, if people was willing to kill each other over Popeye's chicken sandwiches and toilet paper, imagine what they would do if we ran out of chicken. Y'all remember how we was acting for them Popeye's chicken sandwiches? People was driving their cars into the Popeye's, killing each other, fighting each other over a chicken sandwich. But what they going to do when there's no chicken? When I tell you it's going to be World War III, I ain't playing. But until somebody tells me what the hell I've been eating for the past couple months because I know they out of chicken, I am no longer eating chicken.
And I mean that as about as much as I do when I say I'm never drinking again when I'm hungover. Usually drunk the next day. Who's next? I'm mad at the level of petty that I can reach at certain points in life. They say you're supposed to get better. Supposed to mature, grow. Not be as petty as you used to be. And that's probably still true for me because my level of petty used to be on 1,000 all the time. Now it's at about 949. So we're doing better. We're going in the right direction. But I got into a conversation of some of the pettiest thoughts you've ever had or some of the pettiest things you've ever done. And most of those thoughts and things that I've done, I am not going to share here. At least not now. Episode 100, anything can happen. But (laughs) I do remember getting this thought once. And this might not even be a big thing, but I'm just curious as to if I'm the only person who's ever done something like this. But have you ever been in a relationship and timing played a part in you actually sending a gift back? Here's what I mean. I was in a relationship once and I went out of my way to get this really nice gift. It was fire. It's pretty expensive. It was a really nice thing for me to do with this young lady at the time. And I promise you, right after I did it, it was like this whole big thing. I had basically put together like these travel plans. We were going to go to a concert to see her favorite artist when we got to this place. Little boat ride. I had it rocking. Backstage passes for her to meet the guy. All of this rocking. And the way that, you know, the universe would have it. I'd purchased everything. Pressed done. Went and threw up because of how much money I spent. And at the time, I ain't really have it. But that's not here nor there. Did it. Then I went back to my phone. And I saw that I'd missed a phone call from her. And I said, oh, okay. Well, the reason I hadn't called her back yet was because I was... On my laptop, which at that time, my laptop wasn't connected to the phone. I know for a lot of the, you know, new technology, some of y'all are going to be like, well, if you was on your laptop, then you should have saw the phone ring anyway. It wasn't like that back then. Okay, relax. We ain't have all of this technology to where your phone just rung in the damn air. Your phone ring everywhere nowadays. The TV tell you your phone is ringing. It's ridiculous. Wasn't like that all the time. Nowadays, you get a call that's on a fucking billboard. Got no reason to miss it. Mo, so-and-so is calling. Hey, man. Side note, that led me into something else. Apple did some shit the other day that I didn't understand. So my cousin Tavon called me. And I guess, you know, I got these new little AirPods now. It tells you the person's name that's calling you, and it asks you if you want to answer. And it was like, Taven or Taven is calling. Do you want to answer yes or no? And I said, answer. And then she said, I'm not able to do that. And I was pissed off for two different reasons. Number one, why did you ask me some shit that you knew you couldn't do? Now, I later discovered that you have to say yes. Can't say answer. Doing a little too much. But she said to me, either Taven or Taven is calling. Now, the man's name is Tavon. I wasn't mad that you mispronounced the name. I was mad that you gave me the same two options. Like, what do you mean it's either Taven or Taven? That's the same fucking name. I'm not that stupid, Siri. Like, that's the same name. You could have at least given me something else just in case you were wrong so I could feel like at least you tried. Like, that doesn't feel like you tried at all. 
What do you mean Taven or Taven? That's the same thing. They're both wrong. Take another shot at it. And it reminds me of when I'm using my Apple TV. Whenever I talk in my regular accent, if I say, yo, put on you season three, it'll have something like, I'm not on you season three. And I'm like, that's not what I said. But then if I say it in a real professional not so mo, not so black voice. Alexa, would you put on you season three? It'd be like bing, 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 you season three. Like, okay, so I gotta not be black in order to get you to understand what I'm saying. And I tested this when my dude coast was here. I would say something that would never understand what I said. I gave him the remote. You try it. He did it. Bung worked in a second. I said it's racist. <laughs> I can't be the only person who's going through this. So I was upset that you asked me for something that you couldn't do. I was upset that you gave me two of the same damn names. And I'm upset that you're racist. Apple, fix your voice command. Now back to where I was. So I look at the phone and I realized that she called me. And I went to call her back. And before I could call her back, she was calling me again. I answered the phone. What's up, babe? Hey, why the fuck you ain't answer my phone call the first time? What is you doing? You with a girl? Where you at? Matter of fact, let me FaceTime you. Show me the room. I need to see everything. I said, yo, you called me five minutes ago. I don't care. You know what? In that moment, I was upset because I wasn't with a girl. I wasn't doing anything. I was chilling. I was buying you something. And because I didn't answer my phone in enough time for you to feel secure about our relationship, you screamed and let me have it. You know what I did? I canceled the entire trip. Hey, I was pissed. Here I am doing something spectacular for you when you have never done anything close to it for me, and I'm getting cursed out? I said, nah, canceled the whole trip. And as I looked back and I thought about it, said to myself, that was stupid. I was immature. I was idiotic. Just wasn't the best decision to make. I should have just went by myself. Why let her stop me from having a good time? I canceled my ticket, too. I should have gone alone. And if it happens again in the future, well, I will be a better decision maker. Have you ever done something so petty in a relationship where you allowed your emotions to cancel a gift that you have purchased? Can't just be me. Who's next? I'm mad at how often, speaking of technology, this happens today. I can't tell you how many times... I'll be around like a friend or a family member. We'll all be chilling. Everybody's on their phone. You know how I go. And somebody will be like, yo, how do you spell this? Yo, my guy, you have a phone just like I have a phone. I don't understand this. There are times when people will text me, yo, send me the address. I sent you the name of the place. That's enough. It's only one of those places. Sometimes it's three or four. You got to specify. Sometimes it's one place. You didn't just look it up? I get people who text me all the time about the rules of city winery and the places I perform. Yeah, I, I don't work there. <laughs> hey, I know as much as you know. If you call me or text me and ask me about the things that can or cannot happen at this venue, guess what I'm going to do? Google it. The same way you can. If you ask me how to spell something and we're both on our phones, guess what I'm going to do? Google it. The same way you can. If you ask me for the address or how to get somewhere, 
because who knows how to get anywhere today with Google Maps? Guess what I'm going to do? Google it the same way you can. Why do people do this today? It literally takes the same amount of effort for you to text me the question as it does for you to text Google the question. Google knows every fucking thing. I don't know shit. Why would you waste your time texting me? Do I look like Jeeves to you? I ain't never seen a website called Ask Mo. What are you asking me for? Either Ask Jeeves or you guessed it. Google it. Who's next? I'm mad at some, something I've found myself doing a lot more lately. I just wonder if it's just me. You ever have somewhere to go? And you know all day that you have to be at this place at this time. All day you know. As soon as you wake up, I got to be here at 4. You know that. 12 comes, 1, 2, you chilling. Around 2 o'clock, you say to yourself, all right, I got to be there at 4. It takes 30 minutes to get there. I should probably leave here by 3.30. Takes me about 30 minutes to get ready. Ladies, I know. I know. It's okay. I know it takes you a little bit longer. Yeah, I get upset when a man talks about how, how quick he gets ready. I know. But yes, typically it takes me about 30 minutes. Now for the woman, it's the same situation. You just have to add about four and a half hours. It's fine. No judgment here. But somehow, knowing all of this information, and I have been getting myself ready for quite some time now. It's been a while. I know exactly how long it takes for me to get ready. I know exactly how long it takes for me to get to this place. And I'll find myself sitting there watching something, saying to myself, all right, it is now 2.30. It's going to take me 30 minutes to get ready. I need to leave by 3.30. I got 30 minutes. I'll start at 3. Somehow, some way, 3 o'clock comes, I'm still sitting there. Then I jump up. Okay, let's go. Got to get to it. And before I know it, I am rushing my ass off. I'm knocking things over. I can't find things. I'm in a whole panic. People are texting me, yo, where you at? Right, that always gives me anxiety. I don't know about y'all, but when people start texting you, yo, where you at, and you still on the couch in your drawers, anxiety immediately. And being the kind of stand-up guy that I am, when they say, yo, where you at, and I know I'm on the couch in my drawers, I say, yo, I'm on my way. Because I don't want them to panic. So, of course, I lie. I mean, right? I could know good and damn well I'm not going to be there for an hour. Y'all be there in like 15 minutes. Don't worry about it. Now you got to spend all this time you going there to explain why the hell it took you an hour to get there. And you probably come up with some sort of excuse. But in reality, your stupid ass was just sitting there in your drawers. You knew the whole time what time you had to be there. I don't know why I do this to myself, but the last time I did it, I'm like, what's wrong with you, bro? You ever ask yourself that? Why would you do this to yourself? Now I'm running out the door. Oh, I forgot my keys. Oh, I forgot this. You rushing. You had all day. And if someone else does it, I'm the first person to call you out on it. How are you going to be late when you knew about this for 30 days? But it's me. I do this. Sit there the entire time just to make it difficult for myself when I could have started getting ready hours ago. I will never understand why I do that. But I know I can't be the only one. And I'll probably do it again next week. Who's next? I don't know about y'all, but I feel some kind of way when people say to me, bring your A game. You ever had somebody say that to you? Before, like, a big game, a big event? 
before you go to work, before you make love to your partner. Could be anything. Hey, bring your A game. I always want to say, well, what the fuck you think I'd normally do? Just curious. Because I don't know about y'all, but I don't have another game. Like, that's all I ever bring. Maybe there are people in the world who says, you know what? Hey, today feels like a real C game kind of day. Maybe. I can't speak for everyone. All I can do is speak for me. I can assure you, I have never woken up and said, today's the perfect day to bring my D game. Unless the D game was the A game. You know what I mean? That's not for everybody. But the point is, it's almost insulting for you to tell me that because of the kind of person I am. I was never the guy that you had to walk over to and say, hey, you're not trying your hardest today. Oh, fam, I promise you I am. This is just all the fuck I have. <laughs> I remember this from sports. There are days any athlete to tell you this or former athlete, you just don't have it, man. You don't have it. Okay, you're giving all you got. And it's like some people don't want to allow the human element to be a reality. I got news for you, buddy. It is. And I wish I knew that when I was younger and my coaches would get mad and say, hey, where's your A game today? It's the same game, doofus. Just not having the best day. <laughs> Have you never been human before? Like, what game do you think I'm coming in here to bring? Because me personally, I'm not the kind of guy who wants to publicly embarrass myself. That's not like one of my goals in life. So if I'm doing anything that I know I'm going to be held accountable for in public, I promise you, I'm taking a shot at an A game. I never walked into a test when I was in school and said to myself, I'm going to fail the shit out of this test, boy. No, I'm going to try. I never failed the test on purpose. I never got a C on purpose. If I could get a grade that I wanted to get, if I had a control over that shit, everything would have been an A. Problem is, I'm human. Sometimes your best is just not good enough. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. But when people say, hey, bring your A game, I feel like they're telling me, hey, buddy. There are days when you walked in here with your C game, and I didn't say anything. I let it slide. I promise you that wasn't my C game. You just can't see shit. That was an A game. It just was my A game that day. I don't come in here to half-ass ever. So by telling me I have to have my A game, it makes me think that there are days when you, my friend, have come in here and said to yourself that today is the great day to be a D. And that's something you should be telling yourself. But if I come in here and give you an F game... Well, it was all I had that day. Everybody can't be the one all the time. All you got to do is watch Squid Games to know that. I don't care what game you brought every game. Only one person was going to win, buddy. With your life on the line, I'm pretty sure nobody ever walked in there and said, hey, you know what? Going to bring the D game. No, they just lost. It's called life. You shouldn't ever have to tell people to bring their A game. If you have to tell people to bring their A game, then those people shouldn't be on your team. Kind of that simple for me. Who's next? Last but not least. Yo, I am by far having the absolute worst luck ever with fantasy football. Holy shit. I just have to get this off. I have to leave this somewhere. If we're talking fantasy football, I've certainly not brought my A game. Not B, not C, certainly not D. Just real quick, I just want y'all to understand something about fantasy football. If you are not a sports person, don't worry about it. I'm quick, but fantasy football, you draft players in the NFL, whatever they do in real life, you get points for it. 
in this league that is called fantasy football. In some years, you have decent years, you have good years, and in some years, you question why the universe is so angry with you. What did you do? I looked at my roster this week. Tom Brady has a bye. You know who my backup quarterback is? Aaron Rodgers. He decides to be John Wick for Halloween and go be around a whole bunch of people without wearing a mask, and now the man has COVID. (sighs) Michael Thomas, I drafted him and I kept him because they said he was going to come back this week, which I thought he could help me the second half of the season, and all of a sudden he decides his injury is too much. He's going to miss the whole season. Had him on my roster. Henry Ruggs, we'll talk about him a little later, but yep, I drafted him. Derrick Henry, done for the season. Out of here. I drafted him. Fam from Kansas City is hurt. He's on the IR, the running back. I can't even remember his name because he only played like four games and only one of them was good for me. When I tell y'all, I thought I had the greatest fantasy team of all time. And they all just one by one. I even had Calvin Ridley, man. He just don't want to play football no more. Mental health reasons. I get it. But damn. How is it that every single person I drafted is either hurt or out the league. George Kittle, too. He ain't played in five weeks. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Hey, I'm saying this to say, hey, don't play fantasy football, man. If you don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Live in reality. Ain't nothing cute about fantasy, especially when you didn't bring your A game. Who's next? All right, let's get into shout-outs. You might feel a 